Thanks for joining me on this journey to building authority online and sharing your message with a world who desperately needs to hear it. I'm your host, Valerie Morris, and I am excited to share today's interview with you. Today's podcast is brought to you by the book, We're All Ears. This is your guide to building influence, impact, and success online in a noisy world. This book is unique because I included experts' knowledge as well as things that I've learned along the way to help give you the tools you need to get your message out there. Without further ado, let's dig in. Hey there, and thanks so much for joining me today. I've got my friend Melody Jones here today, and I am so thrilled to talk with her. We have gone on quite the journey together, and I just thought it would be a really great opportunity to bring her onto the show and to share a little bit about her vision, um, what she's all about. She's got some cool projects, um, and, and just some of the collaborative things that we've done together. So Melody, why don't you share a little bit for those of you that, for those of our listeners that don't know you, um, who are you? What do people know you for? What are you all about? Okay. Well, thanks, Valerie, for inviting me. How exciting is this? <laughs> I'm thrilled to be on here. Yes. Uh, well, I'm Melody Jones, and I actually work in social media, and I've done that since 2011, um, and it was still kind of in its infancy as far as the people that I work with, which are all in the writer and author realm. That's the group that I work with. And so in 2011, um, I just became aware that that particular group of people uh, didn't understand or know enough about social media and they really didn't want to deal with it. And I kind of just jumped on that niche. Um, you have heard me say before, I'm an accidental business person. I, I did not mean to be in business. <laughs> I, I didn't start life that way. My career is, as you know, in something entirely different. And this opportunity presented itself and I just sort of, went with it. And so I, I jumped into social media working with authors and writers back in 2011. And uh, I continue to do that to this day. And I really enjoy that community. I'm also a published author. So that's how I kind of how I came to know and be in those that group that you know, that group of people. So that's, that's what I'm about to start with. Um, and what else did you ask? I'm sorry. So where, where I where I started, that's where I started. What do people do us for? Say that again. What do people know you most for? You oh, what do they know me most for? So you work with authors and speakers, but like who else? Like you've got this online community, right? I do. I do. I have a couple of online communities actually, but there is one. Yes. Yeah, so my current project is an online community for writers and authors called Social Media Aspirin. Um, and that is what I do online now to really provide value to authors and writers. I found that many people who are starting on that journey are in a position, you know, budget wise, honestly, that they need help with social media, but they can't really afford to hire on somebody to handle the whole thing for them, including mm -hmm. from strategy on, on down to posting and, and creating graphics and those kinds of things. And I saw that, that there was a need for that. So that's my newest community that I'm just now in build up phase. Well, so. and I bet that's probably helpful too, because authors know their subject matter better than anyone else. So that's they're probably right. the best person to manage their social media, right? I completely agree. And that is coming from somebody that does manage other, other people. <laughs> I, because here's the thing, I can learn a, an author's subject matter to a degree, and I can speak authoritatively on it in, in, to a degree. Yeah. But in reality, the person who really knows their subject the best is the author themselves. 
And so honestly, to, be, to, do, to do the best job on social media, either the author needs to take care of it themselves and be themselves out there on social media, or it should be a combination between mm. somebody who's helping to manage it and strategize with you, plus you. That's um, great. So that, that is absolutely what I have come to believe and come to see, is that great. are their best own voice. Honestly. Wow. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, and people also know you as the founder of CWSM, correct? That is correct. So CWSM stands for Colorado Women in Social Media. Uh, and um, the story goes, and Valerie knows this story really well, <laughs> because we're going to confess that Valerie uh, is uh, uh, was right there in the beginning with me on this idea. But it was in 2014, and I had been in the business. Oh, so we're looking at least three years by then. Mm. And I realized that though I love being my own boss and working on my own and having my own office, I kind of missed the water cooler conversations where, you know, you might just walk by and say, hey, hey, how's your day going? And tell me about what's going on in your in your world as yeah. um, a teammate or a worker or a colleague. And uh, I missed that part of it. And so I had an idea one day and it was just a barely an idea. I didn't know how it was going to flesh out that wouldn't it be great to have a community of other women in business on their own who work in social media in some capacity? And so I reached out. I started by reaching out on social media, <laughs> which in this case works really well because they're already all there. Right. <laughs> I out on my page saying, hey, I have this idea. Is anybody interested? You were one of the ones that said, said something actually right away. And I reached out to a few other women that I knew in the business and I asked them to reach out to others. And we just had a meeting at a, uh, like a Panera to start with at a, just a little restaurant. Um, and we had our first meeting and I just said, here's my idea. What about having a community where we meet in person? Because mm. online is great to an extent, but you, you actually need that face-to-face -face interaction. I do better if I have that. I do better. It makes me feel better. Let's just, let's just be honest. It makes you feel better to have that like one-on-one face-to-face -on -one -face interaction with other people. And not only that, you can really discuss um, lots of different kinds of subjects. And as, as that community has grown, um, we've come to realize that it's best in this particular community is, I guess what I want to say is a little bit different than your average um, other kind of networking group you've been in. And I know you know what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Other networking groups are in there to give leads and that's kind of what they do is they do leads and lead generation and pass out business cards. And I kind of didn't want that. I want more than that. And so, so mm -hmm. as the community has grown, grown as you know, um, what we've done is we've limited membership to a core group of women. And the reason we do that is because we're able to develop uh, stronger relationships that way and more, uh, they're more authentic. We've come to support each other personally and professionally in this. And so it's not really lead generation and networking. It's, it's support in every way as women in business, as just business owners, as social media. And so it has been a, a pivotal driving force in my life since then. That's so great. I, well, I personally can attest to the group as well, but um, I think it's, it's fabulous that you saw that initiative and the need and, and you were just like, I'm going to build it myself. Um, so what kinds of people generally have been attracted to this group of, of women? I mean, obviously it's mainly women. It is. Um, what, kinds of, <laughs> what, what kinds of people are tend to be attracted to it or are there common threads in people's needs when they come to the group? As we've grown, 
as a group, first, the first thing I really want to say before I launch into that is, yes, I had this idea, but the group is only as good as the members in it, and it grows because of the members in it and because of how we work together. Mm -hmm. So yes, I can, I can have the idea, but this group wouldn't be where it is without the people in it. So let's just make that clear. It's not just one person. It's truly a group effort. It's truly a community. So um, solopreneurs, that's really what it comes down to. Solopreneur, mm -hmm. female solopreneurs. And the reason I stuck with just women um, is because I think women, at least at the time, sort of had unique needs in the business community. And um, I felt like we could support each other in that realm because we kind of come from a, from a similar experience mm -hmm. as women in business. And so, um, so we were all, we're all business owners and we're all solopreneurs to, at least to start with, that's where most of us started. Right. Um, and then we've grown maybe beyond that, but we're, uh, you know, that's the common thread is, is, and we've had all ages. I can't even say young professionals. We've had everything, you know, we've had twenties on up to, I don't know how old one of our older members was, but sixties. 60s, 70s, maybe? I think she was 60s or 70s. And so it isn't even age. Is but young at heart, right? <laughs> what, say that again? Young at heart, though. Young at heart. She sure is. <laughs> I wouldn't even, that's why we were like, how old was she? I, we don't know. Uh, she has, and she's grown beyond that, which we can talk about a little bit as well. But um, so solopreneur, female, and with a focus in social media on in business on their own. That's the common thread. That's Those great. Women that have been uh, attracted. So how have you seen this, this, uh, the people that are part of this group grow um, as a result of being part of this group? As a result of being part of this group. Yeah. That how, have you, how have you experienced it? Right. Uh, what has happened is, I can relate it to maybe being a parent in a way because you all start in a, in a certain space. And most of us that began in 2014 were a little bit newer in, in business. Mm -hmm. Perhaps even in social media, we were more on the newer end. And so we were just kind of getting going. And, um, and so we, we've grown, uh, we've grown from there, just like you might nurture <laughs> a child and you want them to leave the nest and go on and do some, some bigger things and some other things in life. I've seen that happen in this group. Mm. And I wouldn't have known that if you told me that in 2014, I would have thought we would have the same core group for a long time. And while we really have, what's happened is um, as a result of us uh, coming together and nurturing those, those relationships and really help, you know, supporting each other in whatever way we can, we've had some members move on from the group and do bigger and better things, bigger and bigger things. I don't know if they're better things, but they're bigger things. And they really have moved on and we've supported them. Um, even after they've left a membership with the group, we've supported them out there in the community that way as well. And so it's, it, we're there for each other. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, I kind of think of this group as almost like my social media mastermind um, because the goal is not business growth in the terms of leads, um, but it's kind of, hey, here's these ideas I have. Here's what's, here are my, my challenges are. That's right. How can I move to the next level? Mm -hmm. And I feel like as a group, we've all kind of moved to that next level together. Um, and, and also new people joining in, like there's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of power in being surrounded by people that are moving in the same direction. Absolutely true. That's been my experience as well. Yeah. And, uh, and in moments where there could be some bigger challenges, either business or personal, depending mm -hmm. on what it is, what the group does is keep people accountable, a little bit more accountable. And, and like you, you, and it's in a warm, fuzzy, nurturing way, but it still have to be accountable. 
you know, right. people in there saying, yeah, well, yeah, I didn't get that one thing done I said I was going to do last month. And then you can kind of talk about why didn't you and what can you do going forward. So it's the mastermind end. It's the nurturing end. Um, it's the connection. And, that, and that's what does it for me. That's what keeps me going. Well, and I love, too, that it's, it's, um, it's a very digital-focused type of group. Yes. Um, being social media, we're all kind of hyper-plugged in online right. together. But we have that then face-to-face, -face, which right. I feel like is, is kind of the cement that holds it all together and really provides a lot more depth to those digital relationships. Would you agree? I do agree. Anytime our group can't meet together or can't meet together as a whole for a, for a stretch of time, if something has happened, um, I find that, that the cohesiveness is not the same. It's the strength is not the same. And that is the glue that holds us together is the meeting face-to-face. -face. Absolutely. Um, and just talking over challenges. Wow. That has, that for me has a lot to do with it. Yeah. So um, how are people in this group leveraging the group and the tribe to grow their business or their career? How have you seen people using the group and the, the kind of coming together and being part of something else to leverage for success? I, and, and you can also chime in on that as an, as an experiencer of the group too, because sure. I can tell you what my perspective is and then you'll have a little bit of different one. I'd like to hear that too. But basically, yeah. um, because we all, because we keep our focus on social media specifically, uh, we're able to basically refer clients back and forth. And that's one way we support each other. And that's one way we leverage forward is we get to know the personalities and the focus and let me tell you something, personality has something to do with it. <laughs> you know that's right. That's yes, right, right? Don't you don't you look at clients that that you, you know, somebody gets referred to you and you think, okay, is this person a right fit for me and where my business is right now? And your and, gut knows, right? <laughs> and you know when that person is a great person, but maybe together you're not the best person for that, you know, to help them grow. And I've done the same thing. So I look at the group and I think, okay, who has not only the, the, the service that this potential client needs, but who has the personality that's going to work best with this client. And, and it really, it does matter. So, so I think in terms of leveraging, we've done a lot of that. Um, yeah. And people have sort of come to know just the name CWSM and Colorado Women in Social Media. And now we actually have friends of CWSM mm -hmm. out there that are very powerful, motivated, wonderful women themselves who are out there, you know, being movers and shakers themselves. And so we've been able to, to sort of leverage the group that way in terms of building those other relationships. And now um, each individual person in the group then has relationships with these friends of the group. And so we're able to leverage that way. And what's been your experience? Well, one thing that I've noticed is just being able to leverage the part of being part of a bigger group makes you instantly look like you're in the know in the industry. Oh, yeah. Um, just perception. You know, saying that I'm a founding member of CWSM, um, you know, a lot of times people don't fully understand what that means, but it sounds like, oh, well, she's investing in herself. Um, she's investing in education. She's investing in you know, professional growth. Um, the other thing is that because we've built out a website, um, I've actually seen some nice hits to my website via the CWSM page. So in terms of, you know, building up my, my rankings on Google and things like that, the, just that technical side of things has helped a ton. Um, and 
honestly, some of the things that we've done together as a group have really helped me gain the confidence to go after other things. So for example, we all spoke together in a panel at Denver Startup Week two, three years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly and, right. And from speaking there in front of hundreds, I mean, we had like almost a thousand people register for our session, right? <laughs> and it was standing room only people. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't even fit everybody into the room. That's right. I mean, that was a huge group of people to talk yes. to. So now when I go and try to get other speaking opportunities, I can say, look, I've spoken to, to, to groups that are of X size. You know, it was a highly sought after session, you know, all of these different things. That's true. That, um, had I never done that prior or tried to do it on my own, it would have felt a lot more intimidating and scary and overwhelming. So kind of going after some of these types of things together has helped me because since then, I know most of us have had a lot more speaking gigs and, and opportunities to travel and speak. And I don't know if we would have gotten there if we hadn't have started with some of those kind of group efforts. So I've, I've seen it help a lot. I think that's true. Um, going in, you know, there's strength in numbers and there's a, there's a certain truth to that strength in numbers and that confidence boost that it gives you to go in as a group and accomplish a task whatever that is. And we went in as a group to Denver Startup Week and, and anybody in our listening audience that is from Denver knows that Startup Week is a big deal and it happens every year. And so to, to really launch into that so early in, in the group's you know, history uh, really helped all of us for sure. And, and, um, and I do think it just, it, so not only did it help all of us and I think every one of us get more speaking engagements and be able to speak to more people, but it just helped with the personal confidence boost, at least for right. me. So yeah. there was that aspect too, is the personal, you know, the personal um, uh, strength that that helped, um, that helped us all gain. And we had somebody that wanted to join our group just because they saw us present there. Right. Yeah. And she did. She ended up being able to come into our group for a stretch of time as well. So you just never know what's going to happen. Um, and I can tell you that, and it's the same in my business, you probably see the same thing, that I can make an appearance in some way, and maybe it's a speaking engagement, maybe I'm a vendor at, a, at a, an event of some kind, and it will be perhaps two or three years later that I will have somebody come and say, hey, I remember seeing you. Right. So, that, so the group has helped all of us, I think, leverage that kind of connection as well. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, so obviously a group presents a few challenges. Like I was never one of those that loved, um, group projects in school because I felt like I was always the one that got the short end of the stick there. Um, and I'm, I'm just more of like, let me go do it and I'll go do it. But, um, you know, so groups present some challenges and you've got a bunch of different personalities coming together. What are some of the challenges that you've seen the group deal with? And how do you think it's helped, um, you know, make the group better and kind of how do you, how do you navigate some of those challenges and those conflicts, which inevitably come up when you're part of a tribe? Yeah, they really do. You can't help it because people are people. Um, I think in terms of the group itself growing, one of the challenges we as a group came up with in, in making the group be useful to all members was figuring out what are some rules guiding, what are some guiding rules 
and some things that, and some expectations so that the group can go forward uh, helping each and every member the best way that we can. So I'm going to start right. just there. I'm not even going to start with personality and all of that, which <laughs> by the way becomes a thing, you know, becomes an issue that you deal with. But just trying to form the group and, and let the group grow as needed was, was and continues to be a big challenge. Mm. And, um, and so we as a group had to really have a, a, a very in-depth discussion a couple of different times about what are our expectations? What's going to make this group the most useful? And one of the ones with this particular group, because it's not your average everyday networking leads type group where everybody's in and out, um, is, is we want to see people's lovely, beautiful faces. Mm, we want to yep. see people in person. And so we had to make some, some expectations around that and really hold people accountable to that without being too much like... <laughs> Too much like a discipline type thing you know and that yeah. and that's a huge challenge saying we need to see you here we had to finally say here's the rule 80 percent please okay. come to 80 percent and so there, there so there's the basics like that that you don't really realize you're going to have to deal with until time goes on and you realize you know we want this to function and be supportive to all members so that so there's that so learning what the group's rules <laughs> are is kind of a big deal um, as time goes on then you realize as people grow and maybe want to step out of the group is what are some things around them leaving the group? How can we make that so it's helpful to them and to us and to maintain those relationships? So we had to come up with you know, some ideas about how are we gonna handle that? And mm -hmm. then within the group, there are of course, different personality types and different drivers and different motivations for people to be there. And, uh, and so we established uh, just a very small membership community that can kind of come in and address any kind of concerns there are. If we couldn't work it out in a group setting, we might, you know, we might need to have some individual conversations. But what's really great is, it, generally speaking, the women there want to be there and they really enjoy that connection. And so we're all motivated to find the best way to go forward and work together. And so we've had to, we've had to really work. That's, that's been a big challenge. And that's always going to be the case, especially, so here's the thing. It's even a bigger challenge in a group like this where membership is, is capped and it's the same members for a longer stretches of time and you don't right. have personalities coming in and out. And whenever you have that kind of connection and that kind of sharing, uh, you are going to have, you know, personality conflicts and, and different ideas on how, how to work things and different yeah. work styles and different work ethics. And the challenge is actually bigger, but the rewards are bigger. Mm. For me, the rewards are bigger, but it does take actually more work interpersonally, like an, on an interpersonal basis to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Yeah. And, and we aren't always, but that's how it goes. And so with communication, hate to, hate to say the same old, same old, <laughs> but, and, <laughs> and it isn't easy, but it's been worth it. So hopefully I answered that. Did I miss anything? <laughs> no, I think. A tangent. <laughs> well, no, because I think, you know, in our culture, it's very easy to take the, well, it's easy to take the easy way out. You know, it's yeah. very easy to just kind of, you know, oh, I'm just going to work by myself or I'm going to leave the group and be passive aggressive. Um, but true growth happens when you face those conflicts head on. And um, that's one thing that I've appreciated about this group is that there is a very deep level um, and it also helps weed out and really bring to, to the surface all the people who are really serious about their business. Mm -hmm. um, that's right. So that's, I've really appreciated just the level of dedication that people have had to their businesses 
And then the group just helps support them wherever their journey is taking them. That's right. Um, it's not that you all have to be going in the same direction. So I, I appreciate that piece. Um, and I've made some amazing friends from being part of the group. And I'm just so thankful that you had the, the vision to start this in, you know, a few years back. It's been, yeah. it's been a really big blessing for me. Um, and I think for many people, whether they're solopreneurs or they're part of a digital team, but they're just, they're, they're a virtual team. You know, it's yes. that, that loneliness that's very common when you can work from a laptop anywhere. That's right. And, um, you know, it's just something that I think we need to be conscious of it as the world continues to evolve in that direction. It's easy to, it's easy to let technology stand in the way of true connection. Mm. Technology is, is surface. It's the surface and it's easy to navigate around the hard stuff. And I think it can, I love technology and I love everything that social media is for example. And I know you do too. And also, uh, there are challenges and downfalls to it. And the main one I see is there, even though it seems like you're connected, you're really disconnected. If, if your entire connection is only digital and only through texting and only through social media, it's not as real as it could be. It just, and it, you are sure you're navigating around the hard stuff and that does feel good in the moment. And in the end, but at the end of the day, some of the loneliness that we're all seeing and that we're all feeling is you didn't, you didn't take the time to step in there and do the hard stuff. I know it's hard. Believe me. I, I and run around it myself sometimes because I don't always want to deal either because all of us are in that space sometimes where, where it's hard and you just, you feel like that's not the day you can handle that. And I just can't though, handle. Can't, nope, not going to, that whole, I'm not going to adult today. I'm like, nope, I'm sure not. Instead, I'm going to Netflix today. <laughs> and in the end though, you're lonely and that's why, that's why you're lonely. That's why you're not feeling the connection is because you're not taking the time to do the hard stuff and the hard work. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. I'm not, I need all of you to help me move forward too. And, and that, and that's what this group does for me is it makes me move forward on uh, times when I don't feel like it. And I just want right. to be the adult. I'm like, no, I don't feel like it. But in the end, that's where the connection with all of you has happened for me and for people within the group is we take the time to talk about the hard stuff. Even if we didn't talk about it right away, we still talked about it. You still have to come back to it. So there's another thing we get, we get to say is it doesn't go away. <laughs> you still have to hop in there and then you re reap the rewards and the rewards are the women that have left the group to then pursue some other things. We have good relationships with them. Mm -hmm. And that's why, because we talked about the hard stuff. That's great. So big picture, what do you hope um, Colorado women in social media is able to do in the world? What kind of impact do you want the group to make? So big as, or small? Yeah, right. Um, as the group, uh, you know, as the group has grown and as the years have moved forward, we've changed and we've grown. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of, what we're, we've been able to do is make a pivot at the times we've needed to. So we started off, you know, doing presentations and having some guest speakers in and so forth. And now we're to a point where in the next coming year, we're looking to find ways to give back. What are some mm -hmm. other ways we can give back? And I, I know in years past, we've done some different trainings and presentations to try to help those out there learn more about social media and be more comfortable in that, in that venue and, and using it and keeping right. up with all the 
changes, Lord knows how many <laughs> this is what we do all day. Um, but what else can we do? And so going forward, we haven't worked out the details yet. So I can't share too much until we get some of that stuff figured it's a out. Secret. <laughs> yeah, I can hint at what we're doing. And that is that uh, we're going to look forward to some kind of mentoring out there. What can we do to help um, others who are where we were in the beginning? And it could be it could be at student level, it could be at young business owner level, it could just be new business owners. Uh, we're going to sort of um, hone in on those details about who can we help moving forward, and maybe come into a mentoring space. So in 2019, that's what we're look, what we're looking to do, and we're still working on that. And uh, what we'll do is, um, as we work that out, we'll post it. We'll put it out there on social media, and we'll talk about it verbally. You know, uh, that's one thing this group is good at doing is anytime <laughs> in different <laughs> venues. We talk CWSM all the time, and we can talk, you know, and we're, we're good about supporting each other that way. So we'll, in any kind of um, actual event that we're in, in person, we do talk about what we can offer others too. So that, wow. that's my goal, and and throw your throw your two cents in on that. Well, you know, I, I personally think that our group is, is helping other business owners gain courage. Oh, that's a great way. We're all doing this together. Um, we realize that there's real people behind the brand. Um, and whether we are in the group and you're gaining encouragement from other people in the group where you can say, yes, I can go do that or you're just watching from the wings, or you've been part of the group and you're, you've moved on to something different or life is just in a different season, you're sitting there seeing, yeah, they can do it, I can do it, we can do it. Um, and I, I, I would hope that that's the, the message that ultimately we're able to share with people. And whether that's one person at a time, or it's in a large group setting at something like Denver Startup Week, um, or it's you know getting out to the masses on social media, um, I, I would hope that we're we're doing that for other people. I like that. I think that's fantastic because courage is right. Having the courage to step forward, having the courage to keep moving forward, having the courage to say no when it's appropriate to do yep. so. Because part of what this group has done is shown, you know, other people's experiences can be your teacher if you yes. let them. <laughs> and perhaps you won't make that same mistake or make that same decision because it, it teaches that direction as well Is what can we go forward and yes, you can do it. What can we go forward and do? Also, what don't you want to do? Right. Because we all have those business experiences where we, we learn it the hard way. My job is to learn it the hard way so you don't have to. <laughs> you don't listen to me. Learn <laughs> here's my mistakes. Happen. Don't do this. <laughs> or here's how not to handle it. This is what didn't work as well as what does work. And it takes courage to go forward and make those mistakes. It just does. And yeah. we support you when mistakes or, or missteps occur as they do. Um, and what can we do to grow forward from there? And so, yes, courage. That's excellent. Yeah. Well, my favorite courage quote is from a Brene Brown book, but I don't think she wrote it. Oh. Um, but it's, it's all about, it's saying um, you courage or how is it? It goes something like you courage by couraging or you, you get brave by couraging. And it's just that you just do it. You just go out and do it. And the more you do it, the more brave you get, the more right. courage you have. And you do it again the next time and it's not as hard. So I think that's I, I have a I have a quote. It's not really a courage quote, but it, but it relates, and I yeah. have to, I have to remember it myself. And that is, I think Theodore Roosevelt said it and said it, and that is that comparison is the thief the thief oh. of joy. Yep. 
Huh. So we work in a medium where comparison is super, super easy to do because you see what people post each and every day on social media and you look from the outside at what other business owners are doing and other solopreneurs in the space and you can find yourself wanting or think that you're wanting. And so there's the additional courage to go forward and not, not indulge in comparison. It's the courage to look past that. Yep. Because on social media, people present a certain picture. Is it the whole picture? No. Yeah. Also, you don't want to know the whole picture. <laughs> you don't, right? Let's not know. Maybe the whole picture is too much picture. So that's, that's another thing I try to remember um, is rather than comparing myself to all the wonderful ladies in CWSM, I try to look and see what are they doing that I can also do? Mm -hmm. How can they, how can I, how can I pull courage and pull that energy from you and, and catapult myself forward too, rather than, oh my gosh, she's so much better. I, I'm going to give up. Well, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't support them or me. Yeah, that's great. So before we kind of sign off here, um, I, I like to ask this of all of my uh, guests here because we're all trying to build our brand and our, our name online whether we're an individual who's trying to become known as a thought leader or a speaker or an author, um, or we're representing a brand who wants to sell more of their widgets or their offerings. Um, what, because you live, the, you live this out for yourself, but you also do this for your clients day in and day out. Do you have any last words of advice to someone who's wanting to build their brand online and really be known for something uh, specific? You know, they're, they're an expert in something specific or they sell something specific, how, how can people get their wor the word out online? So I'm gonna, <laughs> so some things I'm gonna say are gonna be repeated by other people you're talking to and they're repeated online, but for good reason. And one of them is consistency. Mm. So you must be consistent online and yes, it's hard. That's why people like you and I have jobs. Okay. Because we're helping <laughs> other people be consistent, but we ourselves then also have to be consistent and persistent. And again, with the whole sprint marathon comparison, social media, as we know, is not the sprint, it's the marathon. I think we've talked about that ad nauseum, but it's true. And it's true, it's true for clients. Anytime you and I work with individual clients, we do a lot of education around it's not going to happen overnight. You have to be consistent and persistent and you have to be present. You have to be present. Yeah. It can be exhausting. So the other thing is, what can you do to make it so it's less exhausting? How can you do it so that you still have a life? And um, so building online authority does take work. Make no mistake about it. Mm -hmm. and, and consistency and persistence. Here's the other thing I've noticed. I get personally better response if I, uh, if I am who I am online too. So <laughs> you hear how I talk. I have a certain way of talking. I have a certain humor. I have a certain way of being. Um, if I present that online, I get better response back because I think people know when you're just saying, here's, here's some educational piece of information. And I do put that out there because guess what? You do need to read this new article on what the heck else Facebook is now doing. You do need to have that. But right. I'm also going to come back and then be myself uh, because like draws like. So if I get in there and I have my own energy and my own personality and I say, oh my gosh, here's this thing whatever it is. Here's what I think is super funny. For me, that's almost always what it is. I get response back on that. And that's because people are responding to me as a person mm -hmm. and to my energy and my personality and my perspective. Mm 
And, and if you want to have the most success in working with the right kind of people, you have to put yourself out there because if you don't and you put a persona that isn't you, you're going to draw clients that aren't right for you and you're not right for them. And that's a disservice to everybody. So for yeah. building online authority, you have to be who you are. And that whole catchphrase, well, catch word really of authenticity, I know it's been beat to death, but there's a reason. Yeah. And that's why. So I have found that the energy you put out is what you get back. So if you're just formal all the time and say, read this very important article, eh, people are bored with that. You've got it. You've got it. Yes. You have to talk about that, but you have to be yourself too. Yeah. You just do. And that's the, so online authority, that's the main thing is that you must be you. Um, in terms of really to, to be a little bit more business-like about that, um, be prepared if online authority is your goal and you really want to be, mm -hmm. you know, a name that people recognize and know, you're probably going to have to spend some money. People think social media is free, but it isn't really. Because if it isn't time, Valerie, as you know, yes. you're putting in your time, which by the way is money, um, you're spending some money on things like ads. So be prepared to also invest. So you're not, not only are you investing in yourself and your own business growth and your mindset, and maybe moving yourself forward in business. Online authority also requires that you invest some time and some money and be prepared to do that if you really want to build online authority that others recognize and that is wow. bigger than you are. Wow. Well, thank you, Melody. I really sure. appreciate you sharing all that information. I think you were spot on with some of that of like, hey, you're going to hear other people saying this, which as you started saying the word consistency, I was like, has she read the manuscript of my book? Because that's a whole chapter. Um, <laughs> a whole chapter called consistency. Consistency. <laughs> Don't um, we, we live what we preach though. Isn't that so? It's so true. But you know, the more you hear it, the more I think it's validation that, Hey, this is something that really, really does work. You know, you hear yes. 10 experts say consistency is what you need to focus on. Hey, maybe you should listen. So thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. And I just, there's one more thing, if you don't mind, I can, can I go for it? it? Okay. This is something I preach to the ends of the earth and back to my authors and writers to build online authority. You must build offline authority. Mm. Okay. If you are not present out in the world, especially from an author perspective, if you're not out speaking, if you're not out engaging in some way, if you're not out at events, if you're not doing those things, online authority is actually harder to build. And that's like that. That's been my that's my observation. Um, I'm writing that I'm, down right now. <laughs> write it down, girl. Because the more I'm out, so I find that when life. So last year was pretty tough for me, and I wasn't out as much. I just yeah. I just had a life where I had other demands on my time, and I could not really be present out in the world doing as much speaking as I have done in years past. And let me tell you what's happened. I'm less noticed right now. People, you know, because I'm not staying as top of mind. Now, I, right. that means I have to actually work harder online because my offline activities had taken sort of a nosedive just to do to some personal stuff, you know. And so now 2019 for me will be the year of I'm going to get back out there and get to speaking because offline activities do impact your online authority. Yes. And the more people know you out in the world and know what your face looks like and know what you sound like and know how you talk and the things that you say then when you go and you say something similar online, they get it because they yes. know what your personality is and they know why the thing you just said was funny yes. or why the thing you just said has authority and that you know what the heck you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. Why? Because you already met with them in person in some way, whether it was through speaking or maybe it was a networking party or maybe it was a book launch, whatever it was, anything that, that you're out there doing and being you in 
um, has everything to do with your online authority skyrocketing higher and more quickly. And so that's my personal experience with that. That's so great. Well, it's funny because you say this because um, I went to a conference a month ago and I'm walking down the hall and someone walks up to me and they're like, Tintero Creative, right? And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. How, how do you know me? And, um, and it's all, this guy had been following me on Twitter for years, which wow. Twitter is not a place where I kind of play all day long. I hang out in other places on social media. Sure. I have a presence, but it's not like my favorite place. Sure. Um, but my face is my profile fo photo and I show up consistently there. And this guy halfway across the country recognized me from my Twitter profile. You know, I mean, so the offline Seriously. really does help enhance the online and turns out he's the head of marketing for a really great, important company. So it's been a really fun relationship to nurture now that we've met face to face and I continue to show up day by day on Twitter. So uh, it, all, it all comes full circle. It has totally. And I, I can even share one brief, very brief story because I know we need to go. But I, yeah. um, oh, about a year and a half ago, there was a really fun um, event that happened here in Denver. <sighs> was it kick-ass? It was something like that. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Okay. It was some event. What? I can't think of the name of it. Was, it, was it badassery in the boardroom? No, it wasn't that, but it was like that. Okay. I wish I could tell you. I and think I, I know what you're was, talking about. It was yeah. like a one-day conference, right? It was a one-day event and the women that had put it on were badass, kick-ass type women. Um, and they told it like it was type event. And so I walked up with one of our colleagues in CWSM and, and they said, what's your name? And I said, Melody Jones. And she said, the Melody Jones. Oh. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, sure, the Melody Jones. <laughs> I, I was like, who are you? And I said, what do you, how do you know my name? And she says, I saw you speak at a conference and you work with writers and authors. And I said, yes, I do. I'm telling you. I don't know who this, this girl was. She was registering at this event that had nothing to do with, by the way, it had nothing to do with social media. It had mm -hmm. nothing to do with authors and writers. It was just more about, um, you know, uh, being a badass woman. That's yeah. what that was about. And here's this, this girl who I couldn't tell you who it was today, knew who I was. That's and awesome. If that doesn't tell you something and same with your experience. And it's all because we're out there building offline authority Mm -hmm. And therefore, then it transfers to online authority as well. So that's one of my favorite stories because I died. I'm like, yeah, she, I am the Melody Jones. Yes. <laughs> that's so great. Okay. So how can people find and follow the Melody Jones? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical. Okay. So I'm known, I was known prior to social media aspirin being more, you know, the direction that I'm going because I, I, I take the pain out of social media. That's where that comes from. Social media melody is, is a common phrase for me. So my website is socialmediamelody.com and I'm, I'm SOC Media Melody on Twitter because, you know, they can't give me those last right. letters. Uh, Social Media Melody on Instagram. And then, of course, on LinkedIn, it's just Melody Jones. You can just find me that way. So Social Media Melody or Melody Jones everywhere, and you'll find me. That's so great. And, and I'm starting to brand Social Media Aspirin, so soon you'll see that as well. That's so great. Well, we'll drop all those links in the show notes as well. Perfect. And if uh, our listeners are wanting to learn more about Melody, I'll also drop in the links about Colorado Women in Social Media 
Perfect. Since we talked so much about that amazing tribe today, and if you know someone that's interested in joining, there's applications and information on that website, as well as opportunities for collaboration in other ways. So right. Melody, I just wanted to thank you so much for your time today. I know we're all busy, and I know you've got some amazing knowledge just to share, so I'm so thankful that you were able to spend the time with us today, and um, looking forward to expanding and continuing our relationship online. <laughs> and listen, everybody, buy Valerie's book because Valerie knows what she's talking about. I have great respect for her. So when she gets that thing published, you buy it. I'm well, going to be first in line. And well, I, I, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. And do you save me a copy? Oh, I will give you a signed copy. Perfect. <laughs>